Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat with your host, Andy Storch. The show is dedicated to helping you develop the most important part of your organization, the people. If you are in HR or talent development, or you just want to learn how to get the best out of your people, then you are in the right place. Each week, Andy shares interviews with talent development professionals, thought leaders, and experts to share best practices, learn about the latest trends, and find out what has been successful in the world of talent development. This podcast is designed to give you what you need to be successful in the world of talent development. Now, here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you're joining me today for another great episode to help you up your game in talent development. Today's episode is a bonus Q&A episode with my friend Leanne Hughes, who lives down in Brisbane, Australia. We did this interview I think it was 5 p.m. my time, 7 a.m. her time, the best time for us to connect and really great conversation we had. If you haven't listened to our first conversation about creating great virtual programs and marketing those programs so people really want to show up, make sure you go back and listen to that. That's the previous episode to this one. This is our bonus Q&A round. And if you don't know Leanne, she is a business and performance consultant, speaker, facilitator, and positive disruptor on a mission to help people realize what's possible for themselves and their businesses. Leanne works with organizations on strategy and L&D professionals to create exceptional training programs. She's the creator of two podcasts, as I mentioned before, the First Time Facilitator podcast and the Work and Live Large podcast. And Leanne is based down in Brisbane, Australia, and she is going to be flying across the Pacific Ocean up to the Bay Area to join us at the Talent Development Think Tank Conference in Sonoma, where she will be leading a great session on getting people to come to your programs. It's called From Voluntold to Volunteer, How to Ramp Up Workshop Attendance. It is going to be a great session. I'm looking forward to it. All right, without further ado, here is my bonus Q&A session with Leanne Hughes. Enjoy. All right, I'm back with Leanne Hughes for our bonus Q&A round. And if you didn't already listen to our first conversation about creating engaging programs and marketing them, make sure you check those out. Leanne, thinking back across your career, doing lots of different things, what would you say is your proudest moment or biggest accomplishment in your career so far? That was probably the moment that I realized, this goes back to owning your career, owning your life, that the organization I was in, actually, there were a lot of opportunities there. I felt like a small fish in a big pond and I was being overlooked for things. And I came a watershed moment where I realized that the problem wasn't the organization, it was my attitude (laughs) and, and I had to change. So when I started a podcast internally, that ended up building my brand. And within three months of of doing that, of actually putting focused attention, I ended up getting all these gigs within my business to travel all around the world um, and opportunities just opened up. So it was really that mindset shift of realizing that I had to step up. Wow. Yeah. You had to take ownership and go take action. And then as you did, things started falling in place. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Flip side of that, Leanne, what's been one of the biggest mistakes or failures you've had in your career and what did you learn from it? Yeah. I think one time I actually had had a job for two days. I haven't really <laughs> told this story, but I signed up for, I mean, I love Asia and this job was offered to me to work as the marketing manager for a big travel organization in Bangkok. And I ended up, I, I got the job and I started on day one. And as I got there, they handed me like the style guide, the corporate guide, everything, the plan for the year. And I realized this is a big move. I, I was in Australia at the time for the onboarding. It's a big move. I'm not too sure about it. But what was more unsettling for me was that everything was structured and in play. And I'm not a type of person that can just come in and implement. I want to actually create the strategy. 
And so those two things really propped up and I made a very quick decision on the second day. And I remember uh, walking in, I actually cried to the HR manager because I hate letting people down. They'd reserve this role for me for three months. And I, two days in, I was like, this wasn't right. So while it was a flop, I think it was definitely the right move. The next organization I joined was a government organization. They had nothing. And I went in, I created things from scratch. And I, so I think, I mean, it relates back to knowing what your strengths are, but possibly in the interview, I I should have asked the question, like how much has been Yeah, you you probably could have discovered more of that in the interview process, but still great that at least right when you got there in knowing yourself, you figured out it wasn't going to be a good fit for you. A lot of people would still say, I got to stick this out and six months. Uh, I really wanted to, I mean, my head was telling me stick this out, but in my gut, it was just overwhelming. I had to leave as much as hard as hard as that was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. That's yeah. That's a tough one. Leanne, if you look around in the talent development world, what would you say is the, one of the biggest challenges in talent development today? I don't think it's a challenge, but I think the overwhelming amount of content available out there. And I think that yeah. TD people haven't really shifted. And I think we've got to create everything internally. It's like, actually, there's wonderful resources out there. So what value are you adding? And the hardest thing is that even for online course creators, over what 90% of online courses are never completed. So I think the biggest yeah. challenge is what's the right amount of information? How do people consuming it? And how do you market and make it attractive for people to even want to take part in that? I think it also relates back to your everything you talk about, Andy, is that it's not up to the TD and the L&D and yeah. the OD people to motivate people. It has to be intrinsic. People want to right. have to learn. So recognizing that that's something we can't control, but we can entice people and make it attractive and make it easy for people to participate. But ultimately it's up to each individual to want to do that. Yeah, you're right. There is so much content. And actually, I always think it's interesting. You know, I talk to L&D people every week and ask them what they're working on. And usually they're working on a leadership development program, some sometimes career development, something else. And half the time, you know, they're they're creating it internally with no help from outside. And and that's fine. That's their choice. But I always just think to myself, like, why? Like there's so why? much content. It's already been created and done. You know, just you know, it's it's crazy. I think the best thing you could do. It's, it's all about curation now. Like, is just create a Spotify playlist of the best 10 best leadership interviews that have been done. Like, you've got mm. ex real incredible people on these, like, and it's all free. Best yeah. books, best the curation piece, I think, is critical. Yeah. And that, but that's, that's one of the big challenges, right? Because there is so much. What speaks to you? And, and I know, you know, by the way, to those out there who are creating programs, I know many of you are pulling best practices and things that you see out there and then, you know, making it something that is more customized to your own organization. So when I said crazy, it's certainly not the right word. However, I see a lot of people out there sort of reinventing the wheel when, you know, they probably could buy something or leverage content that that's available or mix that in, in in some way. So that's, yeah, but that's definitely a big challenge. So much content. What would you say is a, a trend that you're following or you're excited about in talent development? It's not a trend in talent development. It's a trend in technology. And I think that is the metaverse. And mm, <laughs> I had yeah. to say that I've got Andy here. So right. I really think it's interesting. Like the, the the backbone of all of that is community. And I I think to so to bring that into talent and development is how are you creating community internally? Once you have a community, once you have people pulled in and aligned on something or something that, so the flip chart, my community is something, you know, we're, we're all there because we're against boring workshops. So like, what are people uniting against and how do you create that within your organization? I think once you have community and once you tap that, and the reason I say the metaverse is because it's incredible. I see discord 
how these communities are created and what they're sort of amalgamating for. And I think there's a lot of interesting takeaways we can get from that, that using audio spaces, right? No mm-hmm. one internally uses audio spaces, but they're right. so popular yeah. for people in the metaverse. So how are we seeing where this is going and, and bringing that into the work that we do? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, the audio space is certainly popularized by Clubhouse. I think Twitter's kind of taken that over with Twitter spaces. LinkedIn has dipped their toe in with audio spaces. I suppose you could say companies, organizations have been doing this for years with conference calls before Zoom, right? Mm-hmm. But there's a possibly an opportunity there. And and I agree with you with the metaverse. I, I think we're still many years away, but you and I were talking earlier about, you know, creating community and culture and deciding whether your training program is going to be virtual or in person. The metaverse is going to be other other element of that in virtual reality, where a lot of work and training will be done in, you know, in the metaverse in the future. I think we're still, you know, we're still many years away, but we're starting mm. to see the building blocks now. Just on that, I remember, I, th- I think I shared this podcast conversation with you, a guy on Tim Ferriss's podcast, but he was talking about avatars. Oh, yeah. And he said, oh, yeah. if you want true in context of diversity and inclusion, if you want true inclusion and no bias, an, an avatar can actually provide that because you're not yourself. You're just this character. Mm-hmm. As That blew my mind. It's like, is that the answer to like, you know, unconscious bias training? It's actually, well, we're not. I'm not going to be myself. I'm just going to be this. I don't know where it's going. You don't actually know who we'd like. Question. Yeah. Ready player one. You don't know who anybody is behind the characters. Exactly. So there's no bias there. Interesting. Yeah. We're we're already, we're entering that a little bit now. Leanne usually asks people for a book recommendation, one that's made a big impact or you often recommend. So it could be a recent one or one that's been big for you over time. I know there's a lot. Oh gosh, this is like, I mean, I, I read books every week. Um, I go recency. Derek Sivers' book, How to Live, is incredible. Mm. And I shared this on my newsletter the other day. But what I love about it is 27 chapters. Each chapter talks about how you should live. They all contradict the previous chapter. So what I mm. so but he makes a case for every so one is never leave where you were born. And the second chapter is about travel the world. Yeah. And one is uh, save all your money. The other one is spend everything, right? But he justifies it in these chapters. So I think a good practice would be if you're trying to figure out how you want to live is actually go through each sentence, highlight what resonates with you the most, and then create your own life manifesto. Yeah. Is he almost trying to, yeah. I'm familiar with Derek Silver's a little bit. Is he almost trying to prove the point that like, there's always going to be guidance and evidence in any direction you want to go, but it's really up to you to live your life for you, right? To truly own your life. Well, it's also more complex as well. Like actually you can, you can hold two contradicting views and still create a life around that. Cause I, there was some, I'm like, I agree with this and I agree with that, but how do I manage that in my, in the way that I live? I think that's cool. Yeah. I like that. Leanne, you're, you're really great with this. Is there a, a tool or an app that you've been loving lately, a platform that helps you get your job done better? Yeah, Descript is number one for me. D e s c r i p t. Just for editing audio, editing videos, it's game changing. Yeah, I like that. I started using it a little bit after you recommended it to me, and then I've been hearing it about it in other places. I need to to get into it a little bit more. Last question, Leanne, for people out there in talent development or anywhere who are looking for ways to achieve more success in their career, maybe find more of a career they love, like you and I have. What's one more piece of advice you would give? Pay attention to the things, the meetings and the projects that you're working on that actually fill you with joy. One thing, a good time that this year to do is at the beginning of January this year, I went through all of last year's calendar and every week, and I was like, what meetings did I enjoy? So I had a, a positive and a negative column. And mm. so the, the meetings I loved, I just wrote them down. And the meetings that I hated and, and sucked my energy, I wrote them on the negative side. And then I made huh. two lists, which I have right here. One is 
Leanne's not to-do list. So I'm going to yeah. try and say so this year I, I avoided most of the things that sucked my energy. Yeah. And then, yeah, it just gives you good insight as well into where your strength lies, what you can then delegate Interesting. and say no to. I am crossing my fingers that this interview that you just did ends up on the positive side of the list. Or you're like, oh, I need to do more of those, at least with yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, that's why I'm here, right? Because this has all been decided up front. That's right. Exactly. You're very careful with your time. I know you are, Leanne. So thank you so much for coming on early in the morning for you in Australia. I always love talking to you and I'm looking forward to seeing you in person at the Talent Development Think Tank in February. Amazing. Thanks so much, Andy. I'm looking forward to it as well. Can't wait. All right. Thanks, Leanne. Take care. All right, that will do it for my bonus Q&A session with Leanne Hughes. I hope you got some value from that. I always enjoy talking with Leanne and I'm really excited and looking forward to having her running a session at the Talent Development Think Tank Conference in February. If you are thinking about going and you haven't gotten your tickets yet, you can find all the information on our website, tdtt.us slash conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. All the info is there. Leanne's session is called From Voluntold to Volunteer, how to ramp up workshop attendance. And I know it's going to be a great one. And I hope you enjoyed the conversation here. And you can reach out and follow Leanne on all the socials that I mentioned before. All right, that's it for today's episode. Tune in next week. I've got another great conversation coming your way, this time with my friend Tim Hagen on the state of coaching. If you're involved in coaching at all at your organization or personally, this is one you are going to want to tune in for. So stay tuned and I hope to talk to you again soon. Thanks again for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help other people find the show. And as always, you can find all of our episodes and tons of free resources on our website, talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Thank you again. Take care.